Welcome to Confidently Weird. I'm JJ. I'm Bo. And I'm Kim Kim. And this is your podcast to explore the curious and cryptic. Bizarre and mysterious. Eerie and unusual. Sit back and relax as we delve into our very own world of weird. On any given evening, in any given place, you may see a sign, an omen, some fearful sight to kick up your heartbeat and make your ancient animal instincts scream at you to run. If you are, however, in some sleepy old town in England, or a select few others, perhaps you see something anyone who's heard of it would dread the sight of. Are you on your way home? Perhaps going for a bit of a stroll? In the woods? Over a lovely old stone bridge? You look up and there they are. The bright, glowing eyes of the Black Dog. The creeping dread fills your stomach, as the black dog is no ordinary creature. He does not pose the threat of attack. His teeth are not his threat. He is, himself, an omen. He may come to you before the death of a loved one, or your own, before some great misfortune, or, depending who you ask, he may cause your misfortune through his very being. There are tales, lore, and warnings about the black dog very, very far back into many cultures, making it impossible to source an actual origin. And though the stories are still very commonly found through the British Isles, they do stretch across Europe and even into America a bit. Most accounts speak of an unnaturally large dog with glowing red or yellow eyes, sometimes associated with the devil as a hellhound or as an omen of death. Places of sightings or association can be crossroads, places of execution, ancient pathways, and in at least one circumstance, an electrical storm. It's generally suggested that the black dogs are sinister beings, generally as an omen or warning. Some, the black shuck and bar guest, are supposedly actually dangerous. There are a few that are meant to be guides or guardians, leading those who may be on the wrong path into a safer area, or even protecting them. It is a rarity, but the stories of guardian black dogs do exist. These dogs are not death omens or dangerous beings. They guide lost travelers, and the person may be under the protection of the black dog until they exit the forest. In one tale, a young man was traveling a desolate forest road at night. A large black dog appeared and stayed by his side until he left the forest and carried on. When he returned, the dog reappeared and did the same again. Apparently, many years later, two convicted prisoners told a chaplain that they were in the forest that night and would have robbed and murdered the man they saw, but they had been intimidated by the large black dog that was with him. Another example of an affable black dog is the tale of the Gert dog, or Great Dog, of Somerset. This is another dog that would walk with and protect travelers, and also apparently would keep children safe while playing in the Quantock Hills, allowing mothers to let them play unsupervised. Before discussing the 
more common utterances of the black dog, we have to mention the black dog of the Hanging Hills, which likely needs to be its own episode. This is one of those unusual cases that happens not in the British Isles, but in fact quite close to home. The Hanging Hills are in Connecticut and sport some truly beautiful views, but you may wish to limit your time there. You see, the black dog of the Hanging Hills, upon its first appearance to you, brings good luck or good omens. Your second sighting is benign. However, if you see the dog a third time, it means certain death. When researching the black dog, it's impossible not to find stories of the black shuck, also known as old shuck or old shock. The lore has plenty of overlap, and while they may be the same, there is something to be said for the differences. The black shuck has a darker record than the black dog in general, having been given credit not only for omens of death, but also dealing death and terror itself. There are several instances of it attacking churches. In one story, it is responsible for three deaths at one time and leaving a massive claw mark, which are apparently still there. It's also said that there is a place at frequency near which there are scorch marks and the smell of brimstone. It seems likely that the black shuck is actually responsible for the common comparison or accusation between the black dog and hellhounds. Another tale that draws comparison to hellhounds on Dartmoor in southern Devon, the notorious squire Richard Cabell was said to have been a huntsman who sold his soul to the devil. When he died in 1677, black hounds are said to have appeared around his burial chamber. The ghostly huntsman is said to ride with black dogs, and this tale inspired Arthur Conan Doyle to write The Hound of Baskervilles. The Skriker, or Shrieker, I don't know why, but I think this one is funny, which I shouldn't. <clears throat> anyway, the Skriker of Lancashire and Yorkshire wanders in the woods at night, invisible and crying its loud, piercing shrieks. It may also appear as a large black dog with enormous paws that make a splashing sound when it walks, like, quote, old shoes walking in soft mud, end quote, giving the striker a second monitor, trash, which is another word for trudge. There are a huge number of tales of eerie, threatening, foreboding dogs, and who can really say their intentions? But the mass of these stories center on a supremely large dog, the darkest black, aside from one story of a shadowy, unfocused white dog, that brings with it an omen of misfortune, bad things to come, intense storms, and or death. Some suggest that the black dog warns you to save you, possibly and others suggest that it brings the misery your way. What do you think? I just want clarification so no one's seen it more than three times because you see it the third time, it means certain death. That's the black dog of um, the Hanging Hills. That's in Connecticut. <clears throat> um, but with most stories of the black dog, it seems it brings an omen of death. Yeah. So it might not be your death specifically, but because one it states is just, you know like the guy was more or less being protected from death, mm -hmm. um, which still applies to death, but he was being protected from death versus leading him to or following him or being mm -hmm. man's best friend at the time of death. Um, and hearing the story 
of the black dog or the devil's dog or whatever. Um, I don't know. I never felt like it was malevolent or vicious in nature. I know it was that one where it was like, oh, this one instance where it might have have stories of like attacking or hurting people, which I'm guessing you're doing a follow-up story on that particular thing one day. Yeah, the black shock probably needs its own story because that's generally the one and also the bar guest. Yeah, because even though there's kind of synonymous with the, doc, the, the black dog, it just seems like the rest of the stories we hear from the black dog, it doesn't really seem vicious, just more ominous. And like, yeah. You think this is where like a lot of the stories where people don't like black dogs come from? Like, they obviously all know black dogs and cats are usually the last ones to ever be adopted. They are. And could it be just be like a giant Newfoundland, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Um, it's, I don't know, it's, it's weird to think that it would be that, like, deeply ingrained. Yeah. I don't know why people, like, have beef with black animals. <laughs> but they do. Right. <laughs> um, and it, it probably is the sort of, um, like a stigma. Ominous thing. Stigma, yeah. I don't know. Um, Obviously black cats, we all know, but right. that's it's trash. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, because I, when I put myself in this position, if I'm walking alone somewhere, and this big, fluffy black dog with, like, you say glowing eyes, but I'm guessing it's the reflectors in the eyes when you see it, but like, that's if, this, if this huge beast of a furry black dog decided to walk with me, I personally, I don't think, I would, I would think it's more comforting. But I like animals. Right. If he's yeah. not like snarling uh, not at me, but if he just like walks up to me or I just happen to see him on a hill, if anything, it's like, oh, hey, doggy, you know. Right. As long as he's not being aggressive, I wouldn't be, ah, scared. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's how I would feel too. But, um, I don't know. I mean, the thing is about this, this one, this lore, is like, Dogs been around, yeah. You know, there's always been big black dogs. And they're yeah. just like, if you're walking alone at night, that's creepy as hell by itself. Good and if man. you see this big dog with, you know, the eyes glowing, that is scary. But is it unnatural? Right. And yeah. like, where, did they even mention where, where these locations were? Were they seen the dogs? Like, was it like on like farmland where it could be the livestock guardian dog? Um, it is, literally, it is everywhere. Yeah. A lot of the reports actually have them near, um, how to say, um, not graves, kind of. Yeah. Places of death. Okay. So. Like churches and. This may not be related. Yeah. And. It's okay if we omit this, but it made me think of a scenario that actually happened to me. Um, I was a teenager, I was about 15, and 14 or 15, and um, this is a little bit where the times where it's like, make sure you home before the streetlights come on. Mm. This is before cell phones for those who uh, don't remember those days. <laughs> Are younger should. than us. Right. Um, I was with my cousin, she's two years younger than me, and they had just moved into their new house, and so... We're bored, and for some reason, we're bored. Hey, let's just go explore. Let's just go take a walk, you know? Yeah. Let's just go. And so we found ourselves, after a while, hopelessly lost. But living in the city, we knew we just continued walking. Eventually, we will find somewhere that looks familiar. Mm-hmm. And we did that just that. So we had walked past the cemetery. I always hated cemeteries for a particular reason, which 
if you go back in our other podcast, you will see why. I may not be a fan of cemeteries. We are who we are. Yeah, we are who we are. So what we walk past it with no problem. And we recognized this apartment complex. And we knew on the other side of the comfort complex is a familiar street. And so we're thinking if we walk through, we can get a shortcut and we can go home. Because by this time, we've been walking for over an hour. We're quite tired. We've been lost. We don't have no water on us. Very not prepared. (laughs) But we were young teenagers. Anyway, so we were walking through and we start hearing a dog bark in the distance. And it immediately feels ominous. We're both immediately not comfortable Mm. and i remember she was like did you see that i'm like see what and in the distance i do see this humongous big black dog and we both see it and my cousin picks up a stick big one and i'm like you know at the time and then the dog just stuck there and it's just looking at us it looked kind of like a really big black german shepherd or um um Belgian Malinois. Um, but it was in a distance. But it just it was pacing back and forth and just one stop, but it kept its eyes on us. So we we're like, yo, is this dog gonna attack us or what? When I kept seeing this dog, like it looked like it was on guard. But I'm like on guard for what? We're way over here, like you know, like is it so we were scared. But we kept walking through because we were like, we know we walk through, we're gonna get to the other side. And Every fiber and the hair on my back started standing on end, and we kept walking. And I hear a very whispered, distinct. It was like, turn around. I don't know if I can hear it or not. And it was like I stopped, and I was looking, and it was like, go back. And my this time my cousin stopped, and we both just stare at each other. And then uh, the voice again says, run away. And on cube, we both turned on our heels. And we high-tailed it out of it. I mean, we're sprinting, like, for our lives. We don't know why, but, like, we're running hard. And I remember I turn around. I don't see the dog anymore. But as we were going up this this walkway, there was a turn on the walkway where it's, like, behind the trees. And as we're running away, I happen to look back, and I we see a man, like, walking from out of the bin of where those hidden trees were. Oh, Ew. and we just cool. kept running, and then we just decided just to keep walking. Eventually, we did find our way home. But you talking about the black dog? It just brings up this heightened memory where it's like I seen a humongous big black dog, mm-hmm. and then after we ran away, the dog just disappeared. It wasn't like he ran off because he was there the whole time. We could see him the whole time, but he was just pacing back and forth, looking at us. And then the voice said, "No, run away." And so we hauled, because where did this voice just come from? It was just this disembodied, whispery voice. So we turn around. We both, we didn't say nothing. We didn't talk. We didn't exchange words. We just looked at each other and we took off. Bye. And as I'm running away is then when I look back and that's when I seen the man coming out or something. We would not have seen him. We would walk, we, us two young girls would have walked right past this guy. Yeah. And it's just so scary. And now the dog is gone. So that made me think of... Could that have been one of those situations? Right. Yeah. I mean, who's to say, of course. Right. That, you know, maybe it was it was someone's Fido. But. <laughs> it could have been. It could have been something. Um, if this could have been somebody's dog. I mean, I don't think this particular uh, primate complex allows animals. Oh. They were subdivisioned. Oh. Wow. Um, well, there's that too, then. Yeah. Interesting. 
Um, yeah. yeah. That's... I didn't expect you to have a story. I'm sorry, like, if we don't want this part added to it, but I'm just saying, you're hearing about the black dog and us talking about it, it made me think of my own black dog moment. Wow. So again, even with my own story, I don't know how much credibility I personally can give the dog, the black dog. Yeah. Because it's a dog, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, there's been so many instances of somebody seeing something, right? But it's like, there have always been lots of dogs. Yeah. And dogs do stand guard. But. Dogs are natural protectors. Yeah. They sense things that we don't. Mm-hmm. So it's very possible to easily correlate that with. It could be this other entity. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I personally. Like. I definitely have always. In my head. As long as I've known about them anyway, differentiated the black dog and old shuck or the shuck or whatever. Black shuck, that's what it is. Um, I've always differentiated them because the stories just are different. Yeah. The stories are different. Like the black shuck is dangerous. It hurts people. Mm-hmm. And it's its stories go back just as long. But the black dog the stories never, unless you include stories with the shock or other black dog stories, but if you hear a story just about the black dog, you know, the big black dog, the glowing red eyes, it stands, it looks at you, it makes you feel uncomfortable, but it's generally warning you. And I mean, okay, to be fair, my first, um, not experience, but my first knowledge of the black dog is, um, from my, it still stands as one of my favorite books of all time. Mm-hmm. It's called Tamson by Peter S. Beagle. My copy is beat to crap. <laughs> I have carried it in back pockets, in bags, in backpacks. Nice. Uh, just tossed in the car. Yeah, it's, it's been everywhere. I've read it a couple thousand times. Like, (laughs) um, so that was my first hearing of the black dog, and it was as an omen, but almost a protector. You know, it's scary. Yeah. But things that protect you often are. True. You know, like, it hurts to touch something hot. Well, that's so that you don't get severe burns. Yeah, but that's my first knowledge of the black dog, and of course it is... It is what the book makes it to be, but the, the majority of tales, when you look at, specifically when you look for the black dog and don't look into the black shuck or the black dog of the Hanging Hills, which is well, still a little odd, but yeah, that's it's definitely its own story. We need to look into that one. I agree. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the, the black dog. I think it would definitely, anybody see a big black dog, it would make them pause. Which sure. maybe that pause could be the meaning of life and death. Pause. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. No, no, for real though. You're right. So, you didn't know I had a black dog story, did you? I didn't. I, no, you that's so cool. <laughs> who knew, who would have thought? Right. And it did its job. It made us pick up a stick and go, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And that is exactly like, the sort of black black dog story that you hear, like that you 
that you see when you're looking for the black dog is just a black dog making you go, hmm. And then you're like, oh, there's death ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Ominous man coming out for us. Approaching, you know, for stalking two very small young girls. Creeps. Yeah. Um, That's really scary. And you were... Young, young, yeah, I was like, I was like 14, 14, 15. I think I was, I think she was 13, and I think I was 15. Yeah. I don't oh, think she, older. yeah, I am. Well, she's I, 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 I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought you were younger. Than no, me. she's two years younger than me, so I think we were 13 and 15. Um, when we got home, you know, they, oh, where you guys been? We did not tell them this story. I'll <laughs> bet you didn't. You did not gonna, you're not gonna let us. You know, you are venture grounded out again. forever. Right. I got still grounded. <laughs> when we got home, we drank so much water, we ate all the food in the fridge, and we just went and took a nap. Okay. <laughs> and then my uncle goes, They must have really took themselves out. How did y'all feed us back in the day? I don't know, but adrenaline and fear will do that. Yeah. Anyway, is that all we got for the black dogs? I think so. Unless uh, you want Harry Potter's grim. <laughs> There is no because she just took everything and made it however she wanted it. That is she like, who should fair, not be named. She she who shall not be named. Thank you for journeying with us. To carry on, find our links and join us at linktr.ee/confidentlyweirdpodcast. Send your stories, requests, and suggestions to our email: confidentlyweirdpodcast at yahoo.com. Until next time, be safe, be kind, and as always, be confidently weird.